Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Straight up with no chaser. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the sports leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. Are you back in the sports bar? It's Danger and Battaglia. One last time for this Amherst season, we welcome in Rochester Americans head coach Seth Appert. And I, I think we wish we would be talking to you a, a few more times this season, Coach, after what we saw Friday night and, and the end of a season. But I know it's a season that you're you're proud of. Uh, welcome back into the Sports Bar. Thank you so much for joining us as you have all season long. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, Seth, now that uh, a few days have passed here and you've had a chance to kind of reflect on this run, uh, did this team fail? Did this team meet? Did this team exceed your expectations? I mean, yeah, I mean, exceed. I think if you would have said at the beginning of the year with four teenagers coming at roles and how many young players we had that yeah, we'd be within a game or two of the Calder Cup Finals, especially considering no Riley Sheehan, no Casey Fitzgerald, no Pekka Lukanen, no Kale Clegg. I mean, those are those are guys that, we, you know, potentially we thought would be, you know, some of the go-to guys on our team. So, um, you know, if, if you would have told me that at the beginning of the year that we wouldn't have those guys and we'd be in game six of the Calder Cup Finals, I would have said, yeah, I'll take it. I'm not sure how we did it, but I'll take it. So um, I think you've got to give a lot of credit to the group uh, for what they grew into. Thinking about that Hershey series, Seth, and, and how it started for your team versus how it ended. I mean, what was it about that Hershey team that, that we couldn't figure out? What what was it about your team that, that you were able to figure out a couple of those games and, and do it in kind of a dominating fashion? I, I, I realistically, the, every game was rarely very similar the first game of the series we didn't play we actually played worse their goalie didn't play good like that that's that it is as simple as that uh we had less scoring chances in game one than we did in game two and game six and games that we got shut out um so um it was just one of those series they're a very good defensive team uh they're big they're old they're heavy the refs allowed a lot to go on and that's playoff hockey it's part of it um and there just wasn't a lot of space out there and they they were committed to not giving us line rushes so they're an aggressive forechecking team that that toned it back a little against us because they were worried about our speed and um we're really committed to just trying to win you know two to one one nothing three two type of games and 
the end of the day, the, the goals scored in the series, if you take away the empty net goals by either team, the goals in the series were 11 to 11. And what they did is the difference in the series was the two games they won, one nothing and 2 nothing. Um, both those games were 0-0 for like 35 minutes. And, you know, maybe maybe their maturity, uh, maybe, you know, as good as Subban played, maybe their goaltending, because Shepard was just excellent in those two games, um, allowed them to get that first goal. And, and in those kind of a 0-0 playoff games, uh, that goal that late 0-0, a lot of times it's first goal wins. And, uh, you know, those two games were realistically, you know, the difference in the series. Yeah, um, the game I wanted to ask you about, uh, game four, too. I mean, if you, if you somehow hold on there, then it's a best of three. And, you, well, Seth, when you look back on game four, um, was that just a young team uh, in the moment uh, kind of learning how to close a game out? I think it is, yeah. I mean, we weren't we struggled in the third period that night, although when you watch that game back, the first time it's the third period, we are excellent. We had the better of the scoring chances. We couldn't get the third goal. Um, you know, Subban was unbelievable for us. Unfortunately, he gave up one there that was uncharacteristic, and, and that that probably shook us a little bit and gave them life. Um, and, and that sometimes is all all it needs to be uh, in that type of a game. So, I mean, I think that, you know, at the end of the day, that, that's, that's the best team in the Eastern Conference all year long. They're set up to win in the American League. They got a bunch of older vets making, you know, four, five, six hundred thousand dollars $600,000. And I think we lose that series for the nothing if we play it in December. And we grew into a team that could go toe-to-toe with that team. Now, we came up a little bit short, but the reality is the series was pretty much dead even, and they found a way to win a couple of those closer games to pull it out in six. Amherst head coach Seth Appert, our guest in the sports bar. It's Danger and Bataglia on the fan. Uh, last time we spoke, coach, you, you had a, a new player dropped into your lap in Matthew Savoy, and we saw him in games two and games three. I wanted to get your evaluation of, of his professional debut and, and then ask about what led to the decision of not putting him out there the rest of the series. Well, uh, number one, he, excellent. He's an excellent player. He's an excellent young man. He's got a great career ahead of him. Um, it's a hard situation to walk into. He's at the end of a grueling season himself. Uh, he's, you know, he's he's 18 years old. Um, yeah, and you could say Cooley and Rosie are similar ages, but uh, they, they've been here all year. Uh, there's a big, big difference. Uh, and so that was a big task. I thought he played pretty good. I thought he showed well, especially in the second half of the second game he played. Um uh, not as much room out there, not used to the time and space and physicality of, of this game. I do think I, I, w- I was hoping to be able to get him back in there. You know, we warmed him up in game five and game six. Um, we just had a, we had an injury. Ethan Prow was playing with a pretty significant injury uh, throughout the playoffs. And a lot of the reason we went 11 and seven um, is, is because there, there was, we're always worried. Prowsey was probably a hit away from being out of the game or out of the series at any moment. So if we only had 6D and he got hurt, we're in trouble. So, so that's a lot of times why we went 11. And, and those last two games, if, if a couple guys playing injured wouldn't have got through warm-ups, including Prow, uh, Savoy would have been placed back in there. And I was, 
I was disappointed to be able not to be able to get him in there, uh, but it's just the way the series shook out. Head coach Seth Appert, our guest here, uh, wrapping up the season here. Uh, appreciate your time here, Seth. And uh, I think you could agree with me on this, is that part of what stings here is that, well, some of these guys will be back, certainly, but it will be a different team next year. And I want to ask you about one guy that won't be here because there is no Hershey series. There is no Toronto series. If Lawrence Pilot doesn't bury that puck and win that game in overtime against Syracuse, how big a loss today's news losing Larry as he's making the decision to go overseas? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a huge loss, but one that was expected. Um, you know, he came back to take another run at the National Hockey League, and and it didn't work out. Um, he got some games, but but it just didn't pan out for whatever reason. And uh, I give him full marks for the passion that he played with in the American League and how hard he fought to make us a great team um, in spite of his personal dream not working out this year. So I think a lot of guys would have come back and been a little bit checked out, uh, not been as invested as he was. And I think it just speaks volumes to his character. Um, We had a great exit meeting with him. You knew that was it. You know, you could sense that that it, it was. You know, he he wasn't going to be back, and uh, just really thankful for what he gave our group uh, as a player and a person this year. Seth, talk a little bit about the community that has kind of come around this team again, because prior to your arrival and prior to the Kevin Adams regime, I think there there were a lot of skeptical Rochesterians when it came to Amherst hockey. We've been through a lot over the course of time, not to dwell on the past, but to look ahead to the future. I mean, it feels to me, and I mentioned this to Warren uh, during Game 6 when we were talking in the in the box, uh, you know, you guys feel like you're doing a lot of things right by the community, and, and I think the community is responding to that. Talk a little bit about the 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 symbiotic uh, relationship that exists now between Rochester and the Amherst. Well, yeah, that was it was really cool to see, and I'd heard all the great stories about the glory days and the late nineties and the crowd and the fan base and how great it can be in Rochester if done the right way, uh, and and to be able to see that come to fruition over the last couple of years now it, it takes a lot it, it's it's our players have to play in a manner not just be successful but play in a manner that the city can fall in love with them at heart Rochester's a blue collar place a blue collar town and um and the fans appreciate a, a group that plays the right way for each other and sticks up for each other and fights for each other and and I think our team has done that a lot the last couple of years so that's number 1 i think number 2 is our public relations marketing group all those people have done a really good job of, of bringing fans back into the building, letting them interact with our, our guys, uh, and, and connecting back to the community. And so when you do that, um, I think that, you know, you have an opportunity to really grow something special. And I think that the, 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 the fans started to see that. Our players started to see that back from the fans. And I think that uh, this is something that we want to build into the future because it was it was really special and our players were very very grateful and appreciative um, of what this fan base gave us this season. You going to stick around? And say that again. You going to stick around? I plan on being here. I am not in a hurry to leave. Uh, I just met with uh, Jason Carmanos and Kevin Adams uh, over the last couple of days, and and uh, I love my job. I love what this organization is trying to build and I love who I work with and for. So, um, you know, at some point do I, would I love to be a head coach in the national hockey league? Yes, but I'm, 
I'm not in a hurry. I want to do thing that this the right way. And I'm really proud of what we've been building and how we're doing it. Um, and I'm someone that, you know, tries to light to see things through to completion a little bit. And I, I think that there's a lot of work still to be done, uh, both in Rochester and in Buffalo, to, to get our whole organization uh, to the spot that we, we all want it to be. Yeah. It, it, Seth, when you say uh, unfinished business there, is it – which which more uh, is it more of? Is it more of the development, what you want to see in Buffalo? Or is it, hey, for the Rochester fan, let's win the whole damn thing? Well, it's both. Um, that, that's, you know, uh, people kind of laughed at Kevin. And, you know, when Kevin got hired and cleared out a lot of things in the organization and people thought that we were going gonna skimp on Rochester and uh, – when he hired me and I'd never been in pro, uh, the same thoughts existed. And, and uh, you know, and, and when we talked about going young and winning with prospects, you know, people scoffed at the notion that it could be done. And I think what we've shown by winning four playoff series in the last two years is it can be done. If we, done, if we want it all, not yet. Uh, but I think it's both. Um, I'm proud of how much we've been winning. I'm proud that we're North Division champions. I want us to get a Calder Cup, but I'm also proud of how many uh, players we've developed to go help the Buffalo Sabres. And so, um, to me, I have to wear both those hats, and and I do with great pride. Seth, what does your off-season checklist look like? Well, tonight it'll be watched by daughters. Our daughters play in a uh, regional finals. Uh, high school soccer game back in Michigan. They got a big game, uh, so that is uh, that's exciting. Uh, they've had a great year. They won their district championship, so I'm uh, excited to watch them on their their state playoff run here. Um, and then a couple weeks from now, we'll have uh, NHL draft and then development camp. Uh, and then after that, it'll be a little bit of family and vacation time mixed in with a little bit of uh, you know kind of planning and looking towards. Uh, the future, our lineup for this year, things of that nature, things that we want to get better at through this season. So we, we have an understanding here between uh, Danger, myself, and you that if somebody were to reach out to you, Seth, um, they need to reach out to us first. They need to ask for our permission here to talk to you. <laughs> I will I'll let, the, let them know that. Uh, for You guys will be my agent. No, let, list us first. as a reference, and then when they call us, we'll just say, yeah, we have no comment on Seth Thapper. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. That sounds like a deal. <laughs> Seth, you're all class, man. Appreciate all the time you've given us throughout the course of the season. Congratulations on a great season. And and we look forward to that season where we do get to hoist that cup when it's all said and done. We know that you're going to be the guy that's there doing it for us. So we appreciate it and, and enjoy your time. Thanks for the coverage, guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, there he is. Amherst head coach Seth Apper joining us in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia. Yeah, just list us as a reference. That's it. And when we get that call, hey, uh, we're calling to check on the reference of uh, Seth Appert. Yeah, we, we can't really comment. No comment. Yeah, we can't really comment no. on, on Seth Appert. Actually, like legally, you're, I think you're only allowed to ask, would you rehire the person, yes or no? Or or something along those lines. You really can't dive into big detail on the right? I think if you're... I don't... I think every company has, like, its own policy, but it's not... Nothing is ever really, like, written or etched in stone. You just kind of hear whispers like, oh, you can't say that, or you can't do that, or you you can't... I I don't have any comment. I can't really say. Can't really talk about Seth Appert. Thanks for calling me, though. Appreciate you reaching out. He's ours! Grubby mitts off our coach. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, we we know, we know. There's some success there. Yeah, yeah, it's getting some attention. What? It, look, Carmona, Carmanos, Seth, they've done a great job with the Amherst here over the course of the last three seasons. They're trending in the right direction. I mean, they've gotten better with each passing year. But to hear him say that this year's squad exceeded expectations, I mean, I'm going to go into next season. We're going to go into next season with high expectations. When the real, real, realistically, we should probably go in with tempered expectations, knowing it's going to be another young, prospect-filled team that you hope you can get more out of than you got to grow along the way here. That's right, and it's not like all of a sudden Syracuse will be bad and Toronto will be bad. It's that's also the part of it in any sport that it's back to the bottom of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Coachella Valley and Hershey. The, I don't know if you knew this or not, Gino. That is the oldest AHL franchise playing the newest AHL franchise. Do you know where Coachella Valley is? Is it in California? Yeah. Outside of ELA? Should be us, Gino. I know. Should be us. They're doing a 2-3-2 thing. Game 7 would be June 21st. Can you imagine? <laughs> Sorry, Danger, you're not going on vacation. Uh, that's right. June 21st. Oh, he didn't give us crap for not being on the air Tuesday. Well, I didn't want to bring it up. You didn't want to bring it no, up. No, I didn't want to bring it up. He let us off the hook. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll catch up with uh, Seth Appert at some point here this offseason, assuming that he is a man of his word and has no plans of going anywhere. That would be uh, fantastic as the offseason now is fully underway for the Rochester Americans and the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, Let's get to some news notes around the NFL next. Uh, We got a little bit more detail on the Ed Oliver deal, what this might actually mean for the Buffalo Bills and what Brandon Bean has actually structured with this deal. Uh, And uh, there's a, a division rival who's cutting their off-season program a week short. We'll tell you what's going on Mm. with the New York Jets. That's coming up next with NFL appetizers in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the fan. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t